At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. The U.S. began strikes against targets in Iraq and Syria yesterday in retaliation against a drone attack in Jordan last weekend that killed three U.S. service members. The U.S. aimed to strike places used by militants supported by Iran. NPR's Tom Bowman has more. Well, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters that seven locations of Iranian-backed militias and also Iranian Revolutionary Guards were hit by American bombers and other warplanes. The locations were in Iraq and Syria. More than 85 targets in all. Airstrikes that lasted roughly a half hour. And we're told the targets were chosen to avoid civilian casualties, but they don't know yet uh, how many militants were killed or wounded. NPR's Tom Bowman. Kirby also said the U.S. does not see conflict with Iran or in the broader Middle East, but will not hesitate to defend its people at a time and place of its choosing. He said the response began last night but will not end. Texas continues to defy a Supreme Court order to allow a U.S. border agents to remove razor wire fencing. Its defiance is gaining support from Republican governors. Rose Gilbert of member station WPLN reports a group of them is heading to the southern border this weekend. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee is the head of the Republican Governors Association. Last week, that group published a statement supporting Texas Governor Greg Abbott after he announced plans to install more razor wire despite the Supreme Court's order. On Sunday, Lee will join 13 other Republican governors at Eagle Pass, the Texas border town where this legal battle began. In a statement, Lee said that his state has, quote, sent hundreds of Tennessee National Guard troops to our nation's southern border, and we will continue to offer Texas our strong support, end quote. For NPR News, I'm Rose Gilbert in Nashville. Former President Donald Trump's federal election interference trial was scheduled to start next month in Washington. It's now been officially postponed as Trump pursues a legal challenge to his prosecution. NPR's Ryan Lucas reports. Trump had been scheduled to go to trial on March 4th for allegedly trying to overturn the 2020 election results in a prosecution brought by special counsel Jack Smith. Now U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin has formally scrapped that date, postponing the trial until an unspecified future time. The case has been on hold for weeks as a three-judge appeals court panel weighs Trump's argument that he is immune from prosecution for actions taken while he was president. The appeals court heard oral arguments nearly a month ago but has yet to issue a ruling. Any decision it does make is likely to be appealed to the Supreme Court. In her order, Judge Chutkin says she will set a new trial date if and when the case is returned to her. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. And you're listening to NPR News. In Washington. Jury deliberations are expected to begin Monday in the trial of the mother of a school shooter in Michigan. Jennifer Crumbley is charged with involuntary manslaughter for the deaths of four students killed by her son in 2021. She's accused of making the gun accessible after he had showed signs of mental distress. California Governor Gavin Newsom has activated state emergency agencies in preparation for a major winter storm. NPR's Nathan Rott reports life-threatening flooding is possible across much of central and southern California this weekend. The second of two atmospheric rivers is expected to move over California early Sunday morning. 
bringing heavy rains until Tuesday or possibly even Wednesday. Winds have already picked up across much of the state. The main concerns, though, are flooding and debris flows. The National Weather Service says the storm system could bring unprecedented rainfall across a wide area, causing flash floods along rivers and streams and urban flooding in places with bad drainage. Flood watches have been issued from Santa Barbara all the way to Los Angeles. Nathan Rott, NPR News, Ventura, California. It was one year ago today that a train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. The chemical spill that followed killed 40,000 fish and other wildlife in the stream that flows through the town. The Environmental Protection Agency says the site has been largely cleaned up, but the stream is still polluted. The EPA is considering a plan to clean up the rest, submitted by Norfolk Southern, which owns the train. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.